Well, thanks everybody for joining us for this impromptu episode of the Flashpoint Podcast. Uh, my name is Owen Higgins. I am your host. And uh, today we're going to be talking with Jonathan Katz about World War II, uh, Land of Contrasts. Um, this is going to be a relatively short episode. Of, I think we're going to cap at 145. Um, but what we're going to talk about is uh, right-wing pundit Michael Tracy has been talking a lot about uh, World War II, the U.S. entry into World War II, and uh, basically just kind of repeating a lot of unfounded and and, and pretty error-filled uh, takes on how that war went down, how the U.S. entered that war. Um, I'll let Jonathan talk about most of this. Uh, I, I will definitely have something to say about uh, his his takes on the Pacific and the Japanese um, which, which are, you know, just, just some of the more silly stuff. Uh, but John Katz, uh, author of Gangsters of Capitalism, this is his most recent book. Uh, this is a, uh, history of Smedley Butler as well as like other parts of, um, American empire and capital. And, uh, John obviously comes with, with a wealth of historical knowledge. Um, and we are going to be talking about, so he, he wrote, um, a, a couple pieces here uh, about like kind of responding to Michael's bad World War II history at his Substack, the racket.news, uh, which are uh, what we talk about um, when we talk about World War II uh, was the first one. And then the second one is a war for meaning. A war for meaning, I think, is more of a response to Tracy's. So basically, I, I, I can't believe I actually have to go through this, but this is kind of important to understand how all of this goes down. So basically, Michael Tracy posted on Twitter, I don't know, less than a week ago that the Holocaust really only started in earnest because, uh, well, the implication was because the U.S. Uh, got involved with world. That was kind of the impetus for it, which is, well, Jonathan will explain why that's wrong, but... Um, and, and then uh, since then, he's kind of been doubling and tripling down. His latest uh, argument here is that uh, the, the way that the U.S. got into the war was full of lies. And, and then, of course, like the unspoken implication uh, behind all of this is that that's what's going on right now in Ukraine and that uh, Joe Biden's doing. And in order to prove this, uh, Michael uh, Pepper's in a number of uh, just factually incorrect statements about um, how the war, uh, about things that Biden said uh, or has, has said so far. So, Jonathan, thank you so much uh, for making time on a Sunday. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, do you want to kind of go through basically uh, your, I guess, your response, your, your, your interpretation of, of what Michael's argument is here? I know that for you this started a, like a week ago, right? Yeah, I kind of got in late as as it went. I mean, there were a lot of there was I, I just saw like a lot of people going back and forth with him, and and the, the 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 tweet of his that got my attention was the one where he blamed the U.S. for starting or accelerating. He 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 does this the Holocaust. He he does this thing, um, and this is you know classic. It's it's classic troll behavior. It's 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 you know it's just classic sort of you know poor argument behavior where he he wants to he kind of wants to have his cake and eat it too he kind of wants to you know make the argument uh that you know uh you know, it, it, he wants to make a provocative argument in this case that 
essentially World War II was the United States' fault solely that it was um, uh, that the Holocaust was somehow uh, the fault of, of the United States and, and the Roosevelt administration. Um, and that, you know, and he wants to put that at the service of his real point, um, which is, and thus, um, you know, everything that's happening in Ukraine right now, in Europe right now, um, is the Americans' sole fault. Um, and that it is up to the Americans what happens out and that the, and that, and that essentially if, if there is a world war, um, it will be solely the fault of the United States. Um, and that essentially, you know, Ukraine should be uh, absorbed into Russia uh, with all due haste. But then he doesn't actually want to, he, he, he you know, he, he wants to build in enough plausible deniability in that argument so that ultimately he's not making any argument. But of course, when you try to push him on the point that he's actually trying to make, he doesn't ever want to, he doesn't actually ever want to come out and say his point. Uh, because his point is obvious, but yeah, so I, it was, it was the, it was the bit where, where he, um, uh, was, was blaming the United States or claiming that the United States was, was in some way responsible for the final solution. Um, that was when I really got involved and I just decided, look, I gotta, I need to, I need to write about this. I need to sort of, I also need to like kind of work through my thoughts on this, like, you know, because it's, some of these questions are you know, a little more complex than some of his interlocutors were good for. Not that he was bringing out any complexity, but like there are com complex things to say about them. So I wanted to work through those things. Um, and then I read, you know, he, he did his, his latest piece, um, which is just a, a pile of just steaming bullshit. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's, uh, let's respond to that. Cause a lot of people are going to read this and it's, it's garbage and, and people need to know specifically why. Yeah, one thing one thing that I noticed when he was still so you know I mean this is this this thing has just been kind of ongoing, but one thing I noticed that he did kind of early on um, was to talk about uh, the I mean it it looks like first of all it looks like he read like he he, he read his first book ever on World War II recently <laughs> yes. and has decided that his like completely like ass backwards interpretation of what that is actually of of what the writer is actually saying is uh, somehow making the argument that the U.S. In, uh, entering the war was, was the reason for the Holocaust. What I did not notice him saying, and he may have, he, he may have said this at some point, because I don't really, I, I honestly, like, I don't follow the guy, and I don't pay a whole bunch of attention to him. But uh, I, I think, I, I wonder, like, did he say anything about, like, like, there are interesting questions about the U.S. and the Holocaust, right? There are interesting questions of, yeah. like, okay, uh, well, well, what, like, what was IBM doing? I mean, like, you know, it, it, it's, it's obvious what they were doing, oh, right? yeah. but you know, like those are like interesting questions or, or like, what did FDR know and when did he know it? Um, yeah. and, and, but, but those are the kind of questions that he's asking, right? Like he doesn't no. seem to be interested in that. He seems to be more interested in kind of making this contrarian argument, uh, that holds that, that the U S is kind of solely responsible for what was going on in Europe in, uh, I mean, basically, really, from like, you know, the, the early mid-30s until 1941, December 1941, when, when the U.S. finally enters the war. One of the first things that I saw him say uh, was that, uh, that it, was, it wasn't until the U.S. declared war on Germany. So, like, first of all, right there, like, that's <laughs> just, that is strictly inaccurate. That is not the sequence of events. 
mm-hmm. U.S. did not declare war on Germany. Uh, the opposite happened because the U.S. and Japan went to war uh, after. Well, they went to hot war. I mean, like this is kind of one of one of my complaints about it. But but they went to like they went to official war after the attack on Pearl Harbor. Right. Um, and but but. What? Where? Can and you the Philippines, explain... Guam, and Wake Island, and Malaya, right, right, Singapore, and Hong Kong. But yeah, right, right. But but can you kind of explain to the audience like what he is saying here about the like just so we can get back to the beginning of it before we go to the deconstruction of it? But like, so what was he yeah. saying about the hot? Like, like what is his argument? How is he making that argument? His argument, and 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 it's it's so hard. It's it's so hard to. See to say this stuff without just like immediately deconstructing it, but I'm going to, I'm going to just try and spit it out. As far as I can tell, his argument is that essentially the United, the United, his argument is that the United States did something to make the Holocaust worse. And depending on sort of who he's arguing with or the, the, the moment at which you sort of catch him in his, in his tweeting, it sometimes turns into the United States accelerated the Holocaust. Um, uh, the you know uh, Hitler um, started stepping up the Holocaust or started really carrying out the Holocaust because was at war with the United States. I mean that, that's that's sort of that's that's the cleanest way I, I can explain it because he's not he's not really making an argument. He doesn't ever he never actually says what he's trying to say, and and the, and the, and the reason why I like I have to immediately sort of jump back into deconstruction immediately is because what I think and you know other people have said this about him and about sort of the vague argument um, or, or the class of argument that he's making is that he's coming from a school and I'm using school. In, in the biggest scare quotes that you can find. But he, he's, he's, he comes from the school that basically assumes that the worst thing in the world ever at any moment is American hypocrisy, liberal hypocrisy, um, which are both real things that really exist and we really need to talk about. And I wrote a whole book about American empire um, that, 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 that you, you mentioned at, at the beginning here. But essentially, the place where he's at, I mean, it's a juvenile, it's a juvenile place. It's, it, if it's a school, it's a kindergarten, is that that is the only thing that is ever happening. And so if you can point to a moment at which the United States is hypocritical, right? Um, and there are plenty of moments where the United States is more than hypocritical. And Americans are more than hypocritical regarding the Holocaust, right? I mean, as you noted, you know, IBM plays a direct role. I mean, you know, Ford, first of all, Henry Ford, you know, a flagrant anti-Semite, um, you know, the Ford Motor Company and General Motors both pr- provided, um, uh, you know, most of, of the, uh, uh, you know, the trucks that, that, that Hitler used uh, in his invasion, certainly, I think, in France, and I think also in, in Poland, um, uh, you know, Prescott Bush, uh, the, 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 the paterfamilias of, of the Bush family um, was engaged in active collusion with the Nazis in his role at Brown Brothers Harriman Bank. Um, he was, he, they had a, a, a joint ownership, basically, of, of, a, of a steamship line uh, in, on which, uh, while B- uh, Prescott Bush was involved, you know, SS officers were, were stationed during the crossings. Um, I mean, there's, 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 there's lots of stuff. And then even on, you know, and those are conservatives, 
on the liberal side in America, you you basically had, you know, uh, the Roosevelt administration not admitting Jews, uh, Jewish refugees to the United States, most notoriously Otto Frank and Frank's father. Um, as people who've been watching the Ken Burns documentary know, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I understand this is, I think, the, the, uh, in, in the first episode. But, you know, Otto Frank wanted to bring his family to America. Uh, he, he couldn't because he realized that, the, that essentially the borders were closed to Jewish refugees. Um, the, the, the St. Louis, the Voyage of the Damned, as it was known, um, in which, uh, you know, a bunch of Jewish refugees were trying to, to dock in the United States. And it, they, all, I think, all ended up in, I think it was Auschwitz-Birkenau. So, I mean, there's, you know, and then ultimately, ultimately you know, the, the, the Holocaust is kind of used as a post hoc uh, justification for America's uh, participation in World War II, despite the fact that the Americans did basically absolutely nothing except, you know, fighting the Nazi war machine, which was something um, to, to, you know, uh, uh, to, to, you know, curtail the killing. Um, and ultimately it was the Soviets who, who, who liberated most of the camps because most of the camps were, were in the East, which also goes to another part of Michael Tracy's bullshit argument. But, um, but what I'm trying to say is that like, you know, like you, you can rattle off all of those things and more, and point to all kinds of liberal hypocrisies and American hypocrisies and the ways in which Americans don't remember the full picture of what happened without just fucking doing this kindergarten shit of just being like, and thus the United States was like responsible for the Holocaust or accelerated the Holocaust. And he just, he, he basically cherry picks um, a bunch of, you know, he starts off with, with one or two. And then I guess, you know, some of his, friends or fans or Glenn Greenwald or somebody, I don't know, is, is sending him, um, uh, you know, citations to be like, well, you, you know, throw, take this out of context and use that to, to bolster your argument. Um, uh, but it's just, it's just, it's just a bunch of, of spaghetti thrown against the wall. So like one of the big arguments that, that, that he makes, and he made this again in his, in his newsletter, um, is that there is, is a, a pulse of killing. There's, there's a, uh, a, you know, sort of the, the, the highest pace of killing um, in the Nazi death camps happens in the fall of 1942, right? Which, if you look at a map, uh, you know, a calendar, uh, you know, 19, fall of 1942 is after you know, the United States uh, has, has, has entered the war, after, after Hitler has declared war, actually, on the United States, which he did on December 11th, 1941. But, um, uh, but, but as uh, Paul Post, uh, a, a, um, he's a political scientist at the University of Chicago, and others have, have pointed out, um, you know, that pulse, uh, that, 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 that acceleration of killings um, happened, first of all, because those camps had, were just coming online. Three new camps were coming online um, in the East, um, and their construction had started in the fall of 1941, before the United States and Germany were were formally at war, and and frankly, uh, uh, you know, before uh, uh, you know, even even before a lot of sort of these preamble events, including sort of the the, the stepping up of of Lend-Lease and and this extension to uh, the Soviet Union, before any of those were in place, because um, what what it really comes down to is that if you have to tell one single story of the Holocaust. It is very clearly that Adolf Hitler, um, uh, you know, was writing in Mein Kampf in the 1920s that the first thing that he would do when he came to power was to exterminate the Jewish people. And that's exactly what he tried to do. And, and you know, he opens his first camp in, uh, at Dachau in, in, in uh, uh, 
1933, but uh, starts, you know, interning Jews in, in, in 1938, long before any of this other stuff uh, starts. Um, and, you know, as I, as I point out, like in, in some of Tracy's own sources, I mean, he, he, he leans heavily on, on uh, uh, Richard J. Evans, um, the, the Third Reich at War. Um, uh, you know, Evans made it absolutely clear that when Hitler uh, invaded the Soviet Union, which was something that he just decided to do on his own. I mean, he was allies with the Soviet Union. He had, they had signed a, a mutual non-aggression pact and had, had you know, jointly carried out the, the invasion of, of Poland. I mean, they, they, were, they were essentially allies, although uneasy allies by, by you know, mid-1941. But, 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 but Hitler decided to invade um, the Soviet Union and immediately, immediately, the Nazi high command gives orders to start killing all the Jews that they find. And they have their own, yeah, they have their own bullshit explanation for why they're doing this. But this begins what is known by historians today as the Holocaust of bullets. A million Jews are killed by before December seventh, nineteen forty-one, um, before the United States enters the war. And it just, it's just the height of credulity to to claim <laughs> that that first of all, any of this. That, that any of the things that are happening, you know, with with the Nazis and the Jews um, in Eastern Europe have anything to do with the United States, except you know, possibly in sort of the fevered imagination of Adolf Hitler, who is imagining this sort of grand international Jewish conspiracy to sort of you know uh, control uh, you know his rival empires, the Soviet Union, uh, 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 the UK, and 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 the United States, um, that the Jews are kind of Svengaliing some shit. But the, other than that. There's no actual case that can be made for, for the, you know, the United States had anything to do with, with these first million Jews who, who are killed in the East. And this is also important throughout the, the course of the Holocaust. The bulk of the killing all happens in the East. So Tracy uh, cites um, uh, uh, another book, um, Hitler's American Gamble. It just came out last year. Adam Tooze um, uh, cited it in, in one of his newsletters uh, a, a couple months ago, and I got a little bit more in touch in then. Um, and, uh, you know, in that book, um, you know, th th those authors make the argument, and it's an argument that you can make. I mean, I think there are different positions that can be taken on it, but they make the argument that Hitler was essentially holding the Jews of Central and Western Europe hostage as a, as a bargaining tool in his mind, in his in, in his imagination, to keep uh, uh, you know Roosevelt, who he saw as a as a you know cat's paw of the Jews, out of the war. Even if you accept that argument, which requires you agreeing with Adolf Hitler about on on anti-Semitic principle, okay. But even if you accept the argument that this was like a thing that 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 Adolf Hitler uh, uh, was doing and and and. Uh, and 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 would have continued doing that. He would have somehow, you know, protected the Jews of the Netherlands and France and Belgium and you know, et cetera. Um, uh, you know, if the United States uh, had not accepted his declaration of war, which again he was the one who declared war on the United States, can't really can't paper over that. Um, but even if you accept that, that still that still does nothing for this argument about the United States accelerating the Holocaust because most of the killing happens in the East. Half of the Jews who are killed are in Poland, which is not right, so, Western Europe. <laughs> right. So, so I just, so I just wanted to, um, just, just while we, while while we wrap this part up, I just do want yeah. to like quote exactly what Tracy said here, just so people can understand 
uh, w the extent of what I at least consider uh, some pretty intense dishonesty here. So he says, sorry to break it to you, but the Holocaust was not prevented by U.S. entry into World War II. It was upon U.S. entry in December 1941 that Hitler declared, quote, the world war is here, the annihilation of Jewry must be the necessary consequence, close quote, and then initiated the full-scale mass extermination. So um, not only is he here, uh, you know, implicitly blaming uh, the Holocaust on U.S. entry into World War II, but his reasoning for it is this one-line quote from Hitler that then he goes to, like, that, that you know, should really not be taken seriously, right? No. Especially considering everything you said. But but he then goes on to like to, to try to explain that according to this one book that he's ever read on World War II called The Third Reich at War, um, that, that that's what that's the quote from that. That somehow because this is quoted in the book, it's therefore automatically the reason. Instead of actually reading the context right. of what Evans is saying, where he's saying like, no, this is like, yes, this is what Hitler said. Like, 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 yeah, that's part of the history. That's what he said. There's, that, there's like, a huge, you know. the, the, that, that, that quote, I mean, I don't want to get too, whatever, we're, I guess we're in the weeds, but like very briefly, that quote, as I understand it, entered the historiography in the 1990s. It was a German uh, historian who was young at the time, um, who basically found it in, it's in um, uh, Goebbels' diary. Um, and it, it, it is, it is recounting, it is paraphrasing a speech that, that uh, Hitler gives um, to the Nazi high command at the Reich's uh, chancellery um, at, you know, a, a couple of days, uh, I guess it's the, the, the 12th, it's, it's the day after he declares war. So this is, you know, uh, uh, five days after, or four days after uh, Pearl Harbor. Um, and the, the, the point of that quote, the, the, the reason why that enters the historical, the historiographic discussion in a very important way is because basically, you know, for, for 40 years at that point, historians have been looking for some kind of evidence that Hitler gave the order um, uh, to carry out the final solution. Because historical revisionists, histor uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Holocaust revisionists, Holocaust denialists, which are a continuum uh, 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 on which you know both exist, um, uh, they had been making the argument, you know, for, for a couple of decades at that point that like, well, you know, where's, where's the smoking gun? Like, where's the evidence that Hitler actually said, let's kill the Jews. And this quote is, is surfaced and, and it is found and it is put in, in, in this context. Tracy, and essentially like within like the historiographical debate, um, you basically have two schools of thought. Um, I think they're called functionalists and I want to say like integralists, but they're basically, it's basically, it's basically like one, you know, one school of thought that's like, you know, Hitler was always planning on, on killing the Jews. He always had this plan. Um, and, uh, and, and you don't really have to find a, a, a single smoking gun order um, for, for this to, to, to uh, uh, be carried out because he had been talking about it for years. And the functionalists are essentially like, well, the Holocaust actually evolved over time. Uh, new methods, you know, were, were created. And, and maybe, you know, initially it was going to be just sort of a massive uh, deportation and ethnic cleansing. Um, and then, and then Hitler, you know, finally, and, and, and the Nazi high command finally, uh, you know, I, I want to see, um, uh, happen on, on, uh, you know, the, their quote unquote final solution of, of just, you know, gassing my people. Um, and you know, that's an interesting debate, uh, which Tracy, because he's dumb, <laughs> just, just 
bulls, bulls through the China shop of that entire debate. And he comes out of it just grabbing this quote and looking at the date and being like, well, it must have been that like on December 12th, 1941, Hitler finally looked around and was like, oh, the world war is here. He doesn't interrogate why Hitler thought that the United States entering the war made it a world war as, as opposed to you know anything that had happened even over the course of the week before. As I said in, I think, my Twitter thread yesterday or on the newsletter, I don't remember, but like, you know, really, you know, uh, uh, you can argue that first of all, it was a world war from the moment that that um, uh, Japan and 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 Germany uh, signed the anti turn Pact, which then becomes the uh, uh, the tripartite um, uh, agreement, which which is the axis, because they are on two sides of the world fighting against the same country. They both agreed to fight against the Soviet Union. Japan, even if Japan had decided not to bomb America's colonies in Hawaii. Uh, the Philippines, Guam, Wake Island, uh, they made it into a world war by attacking uh, the British Empire in the Pacific, right? So now you have Britain fighting against uh, both parts of the axis on on both sides of the world. Um, So you really have to, it really strains credulity. You really, again, have to, to, to just uncritically adopt Adolf Hitler's definition of a world war as a war in which the United States is involved because he, he gets that definition essentially through his memory of the first world war. He's, he's thinking up until then it had been the European war. What made that a a world war was the United States getting involved. Fine, whatever, whatever. So he, he, so Tracy first just takes Hitler's, you know, definition of a world war, and then just assumes that because Adolf Hitler is saying, <laughs> because Adolf Hitler is saying uh, uh, that, like, that this is what is going to start, uh, you know, his plan to exterminate the Jews at that moment, according to this, you know, uh, 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 this single entry in Goebbels' diary, that that even makes it true. That even makes sense. It doesn't, none, none of it makes sense. The only way in which that makes sense is honestly, and this is the, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm really being frank here. The only way in which that makes sense is if you adopt Nazi logic. If, if you adopt the logic that Germany is defending itself against the real power in the world, which is capital I, capital J, international Jewry, right? The, the, the anti-Semitic conspiracy th- uh, version of it. And that, and, that the, and that the Jews are controlling America, that the Jews are controlling uh, the UK, that the Jews are controlling the Soviets, and that there is a Jewish fifth column in Germany, which has to be exterminated, because unless you kill all the Jews, the Jews are going to do what Hitler believed that the Jews did in World War One, which was, you know, stab Germany in the back and cost and, and, and cost them victory. That's the only way in which any of this makes sense. And Tracy has been going off, you know, for the last couple of days or weeks or whatever, you know, trying to be like, oh, you know, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an anti-Semite. Like, how dare anybody say that, like, that I, you know, am, am, am saying that, you know, uh, that I'm blaming the Jews for the Holocaust. But that's what that, uh, adopting that explanation as the explanation for what happened in the Holocaust requires 100% adopting Hitler's logic. Otherwise, it makes no sense because everything happens historically before it and after it flies in the face of it, including, as I said earlier, the fact that already one of the six million Jews who are going to die over the course of this calamity have already been killed. So you, you, or, you already have to ignore that 
in order to be like, oh yeah, you know, Hitler said that the United States entering the war is what makes it a world war. And now we have to start exterminating the Jews. Like that makes perfect sense. You, you just, you, there's no getting around it. The only way that you can think that that is true is if you adopt Hitler's logic. Very strange that, uh, that, that, that Michael would adopt the logic of Nazis. Um, so, uh, Guess guess we'll guess we'll just never know why he he's doing that. Um, well, I just, I, I, I want to yeah. say just really, really quick because I know that we have we, uh, that we're gonna have to wrap up here, um, and I and I I don't want to go on at length, but I do have a theory for the reason why he's doing that, and it's it, it goes to what I was saying earlier. Um, it is that he comes from a a a, a kindergarten of thought, um, in which the only actor who has agency in the world is the United States. And that the only things that happen in the world, good or bad, are done because of decisions made by the United States and the United States government. And the reason why he has to believe that is because that's his entire that's all he has to say about what's happening in Europe right now. It's all it's all that he has to say about what's happening in Ukraine. There's no space in his in his uh, worldview for. Hitler, excuse me, for Putin to have agency, and thus, and and thus, he he doesn't have space in his worldview for Hitler to have had agency. He has no, he has there's no space in which the Russians or the Ukrainians or the Belarusians or the Lithuanians or the Poles or anybody who's who's involved in this thing, either in the 1930s and 1940s or today in the 2020s could actually have their own things going on that 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 they are they're they're making their own decisions and their own mistakes and 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 their own things that they're reacting to the only thing that can happen is that the united states is a malefactor in the world and everybody else is just acting in 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 uh, you know muted reaction to things that are happening in the united states and it is an extraordinarily limited way of understanding the world it's a dumb way of understanding the world and it's a completely unproductive way of understanding the world because if you're going to figure out how we're going to get out of the crisis that we're in right now as a planet with uh with regard to the war in ukraine and and what could i mean there's a real chance that this could end up you know spiraling into world war three you cannot understand anything that's happening without actually taking into account what all of these other actors want and what they how they're interacting with one another and so it's why he's a moron and listening to people who who just tell you that the only that the only thing that ever happened in the world um is the united states and 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 american liberal hypocrisy um are just they're worse than they're they're, they're just worse than useless they they at, at best they provide absolutely nothing to the conversation and and at worst, uh, they 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 act to to uh, uh, paper over and bolster um, um, the arguments of 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 uh, you know malefactors on in in other parts of the world. Th- that that I think is why he's actually doing this. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that does make sense. That that is uh, a pretty simplistic view, but but it does it, it does track um, with with his uh, what seems to be his his general take on international affairs uh just with you know we have about like 15 minutes left here but but i do want to just talk um about his he calls it a fairy tale version of world war ii i think i think he is actually giving a fairy tale version of world war ii in talking about how the u.s uh entered the conflict um and he he, he wrote a piece about this basically alleging that 
this was a kind of a, a secretive attempt by FDR to kind of force the U.S. into the war and that, like, nobody in the U.S. knew, uh, you know, what, what was going on. Uh, no, nobody, nobody in the U.S. like knew that that was going to happen. That this was all kind of a big surprise. Right. Um, and and you know, I, I'll let you talk about this in a second here. But but the one thing I do want to say, and this isn't just like this isn't just um, about uh, about uh, you know Michael um, and 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 his his takes on 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 the war here. I mean, I think that this is. There is kind of a school of thought that um, that holds that, uh, and and this is just kind of like one of my personal like bugbears, I guess that that uh, the war that, that Japan attacking um, Pearl Harbor uh, was was this unprecedented event, and that um, that the U.S. like kind of like kind of like knew it was coming, but like not really, and and hadn't really done anything, just kind of like let it happen, and like that's. Uh, I mean, that's a very U.S. centric like view of what happened, but yeah. really, like the U.S. and Japan had been in what you could really describe as a cold war for for well over a decade at this point, and so the fact that it finally came to like an explosion in December 1941, like like the attack on Pearl Harbor, um, that was that was certainly something that um, that was not probably not a huge surprise to FDR and the rest of the U.S. government. Um, but it wasn't also like a, like a huge, like anybody who was paying attention had known, um, especially like, uh, in, in the U S military, uh, where, because we had been expanding the frontier out through the Pacific, right. uh, for, for, you know, for all the resources and the markets there, um, that, that, that attack, like, like, I think that they were surprised by like the, the ferocity of the attack. Like, like, I don't think they expected like that to happen. But they did expect that this would erupt into a hot war uh, sooner rather than later, and I think that once you understand that, a lot of like the U.S. actions make a lot more sense. Yeah. It's a lot less, but but again, it's like a, that's a lot less fun. It's a lot less conspiratorial to basically say, look, like if if you kind of look at the sequence of events here, uh, it was obvious that this was going to happen eventually. And I think that's what what really bothers me about this article or this this blog or whatever that he wrote here is that he's basically saying that like that 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 any. He's he's implying that any of this was like avoidable at any point, which it really wasn't. Like it really wasn't. Like like this was always going to happen. Uh, all of the all of the actions that the U.S. was taking, the actions that every all of the other major players were taking, were all uh, careening towards an actual hot conflict. And to kind of like imply that that the that there was like really ever a chance that there was just going to continue to be like the U.S. was just going to continue to be this kind of like semi-neutral actor feeding weapons to the U.K. And Russia, or into in the USSR, uh, is just not realistic. Now, that doesn't mean that what we're, that there's a, like a direct parallel that we're going to see the US and Russia get, like go into a hot war in Ukraine. I don't actually right. think that's going to happen. But I think like the implication here that like that there was ever like an, 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 another way of this going down is just really just doesn't strike me as 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 reasonable. What's what what do you think about that? And what do you think about his general argument here about how the US got into World War II? So, yeah, so regarding the war on the Pacific, um, and, and he, he, you know, again, sort of just, uh, he does his, he does the same thing in the Pacific that he does in Europe. Um, you know, he talks about uh, the steps that the United States took toward war, or took toward conflict uh, with, with Japan, um, without ever, you know, looking at the things that Japan is doing, the things that, that this is being done in, in response to. You know, so he brings up the oil embargo. So, 
the United States embargoes um, uh, oil, uh, oil sales to Japan. Um, the reason why the United States did that, he does not put this in, in his explanation, is because the Japanese had just moved into occupying all of French Indochina, right? They, they took advantage of the fact that, that France had been conquered um, uh, by the Nazis, and they get permission from, from Hitler, from the Reich, uh, to move their forces into uh, modern-day Vietnam, Laos, Cambodia, the places that, um, that the French had controlled. The reason why Japan um, was doing that, and the reason why ultimately, and, and the reason why they... Um, why the United States then embargoes oil in response, and the reason really why the why Japan attacks uh, the United States and Britain, uh, our, the United States colonies and, and and British colonies in the Pacific, uh, in December 1941, is because they have decided that their only options are either to um, cede uh, uh, their empire because they, they they don't have oil, they don't have they don't have the fuel that they need to to run the the planes and and, and the ships. Um, and then, and the factories and all the other things that they need to, to make read the prize for everyone, or, or at least watch the PBS uh, episode on this. Yeah, Sorry, and, and you know, and and you know, they decide that they're going to have to invade the Dutch East Indies, uh, modern day Indonesia, um, and they know that doing that will bring an attack on them by the, the United States and and Britain, um, and so they decide to strike first. Um, so I mean, you know, to answer the question of like whether any of this could be present could have been prevented, look, you know, history is always contingent. Uh, there are always, especially war, there are always different things that could have been done differently. It sort of depends on how far back you want to pull the the, the camera and 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 how far back in time you want to go. I mean, I would certainly make the argument that you know, uh, uh, you know, American and Japanese uh, uh, joint and competing um, uh, efforts to control and spread our empires. Uh, across the Pacific, um, you know this. You know, you, you said that the, the Cold War had been going on for for ten years. I think the Cold War had been going on for almost forty years at that point. Um, you know, in, in Gangsters, uh, in my book, I talk about how um, there was a Japanese war scare in 1907, um, in which Smedley Butler and the Marines were were, were fortifying uh, the U.S. naval base Subic Bay um, against uh, a, a threatened uh, Japanese attack because. It was known from the beginning that that you know the, the Philippines in particular were going to be a major flashpoint. Really, the Philippines were the major flashpoint in in the Pacific War, um, even even uh, in in 1941. The reason why Japan attacked Pearl Harbor was because that's where the the, the fleet was. Uh, that's where the U.S. fleet was 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 uh, uh, there preparing for a, a Pacific War. Um, but really, the whole thing, and they attacked the Philippines at the same time, which which was the U.S. colony for. For the first half of the 20th century, it ends up getting its independence at, at the end of the war. Um, once we, once the United States has helped, you know, destroy it in in in, in fighting for its liberation. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there are many points along the way at which, uh, uh, you know, uh, the United States and 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 Japan um, uh, either could have gone to hot war earlier. Another moment that I talk about in the book in in uh, 1928 uh, in China. Um, uh, you know, really, Smedley Butler, who's the he's the he's the the, the general in charge of, of the Marines on the ground in China. It's the middle of the Chinese Civil War. The Japanese uh, army is on the ground as well, and Butler uh, prevents a a fight uh, between uh, uh, the Japanese army and the Chinese Nationalist Army um, in the hopes of preventing a senior a Sino uh, Japanese war, which 
he rightly sees um, could and ultimately does uh, bring in the United States. So there are various there are various points along the way at which at which this would have been possible to, to to stop it. But the thing is that like you can't talk about this period unless you're Michael Tracy and you're dumb. You can't talk about this period without talking about what the, the other people are doing, what these other countries and other governments and other militaries are doing. The Japanese are they're an expansionist empire. They are moving all across Asia and they are trying to build up their forces and 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 their and their colonial base. And and you know FDR uh, who had been an imperialist for much of his career, to his credit, um, uh, does not engage in imperialist activities once he becomes president. He actually embarks, you know, in Latin America on the good neighbor policy. You know, he's essentially he's trying to he's trying to you know draw down the U.S. empire. Um, it, it certainly not try to expand the U.S. empire um, at a moment when when particularly in the Pacific. Um, uh, the Japanese are 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 uh, are, are are on the warpath, um, and and you know for Tracy to and I'm not say, I'm not trying to say this to say that like FDR was like the greatest guy ever and like he didn't then you know intern Japanese Americans in concentration camps um, during 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 the war etc. Um, or that you know this all couldn't have you know gone horribly and ended up with you know Hitler dropping atomic bombs on the United States and and you know Japan. Uh, uh, conquering the West Coast of the United States, as as in uh, you know, man the high castle. But all of that is all of those things are possible. But you, but 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 you just you cannot, you just can't talk. You just can't talk about this stuff um, unless unless you're just trying to sell something. You can't talk about this stuff without looking at what all of these different powers are doing, um, and 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 the ways in which they're they're reacting to each other, P- pretending. Like the, the, you know, pretend, you know, he tried a couple of days ago um, to pretend like um, uh, Roosevelt did nothing um, in response to uh, the uh, the Japanese invasion of, of the rest of China in, in 1937. Debbie's invasion of China starts obviously long before uh, FDR becomes president. But 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 uh, uh, Tracy tried to, to, to make this claim of sort of liberal hypocrisy that there was no response to, for instance, like the rape of Nanjing. Um, and this just isn't true. The, 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 every time, every, at various points along the way, every time there are new atrocities, every time there's new colonial expansion on the Japanese side, uh, the Americans uh, take note and react. And this is all, you know, a lot of this is out in the open. Some of it isn't because people just aren't paying attention generally. And sometimes it is the government lying about what they're doing or concealing uh, how far things could go or, 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 or what some of their motives are. Um, all these things sort of happen in, in tandem with one another, um, but it but but at each point along the way, uh, it gets ratcheted up and ratcheted up and ratcheted up. And there are lots of opportunities for people to to um, to to you know get on the exit ramp and and uh, and disengage on the Japanese side. And one of the things that he did in the, this latest article, uh, his latest blog post, um, that that I just like is just the funniest shit to in the world. Is he takes the the word of a Nazi ambassador to Japan and a Japanese ambassador, I think, to the United States, um, that the Japanese weren't planning any kind of you know military attack on U.S. Uh, naval bases um, in in uh, uh, 1941. And you know, as as I said on Twitter, it's like you know, no spoilers, please. It's like it's like how the fuck in 2022 can you actually say with a straight face? 
Well, if the if Japan in 1941 said they weren't planning to to bomb Pearl Harbor, we have to take their word for it. It's just lunacy. Well, right, and it's it's also like like would you? The the question is that that you have to ask Michael, and and I think anybody else who's making these kind of arguments is like, would you would you take that bullshit from the U.S. if something in the U.S. said something like that? No. Like, no, of course you wouldn't. So why would you take it from like what? What what is it about this uh, world power in government that is somehow like trustworthy? Like like yeah, how, would you, how would, you trustworthy? would you take it? Would you take it from the Bush administration if they were like, well, we were never planning on attacking Iraq until until we had to until they kicked out the weapons inspectors and you know, until until nine right, eleven right. or whatever bullshit that they would put. No, you wouldn't fucking believe that in a sense. Excuse me, I'm just cussing out. But no, you, no, you're you would. But you you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't buy that in a second. So like why like why would why would you believe? I'm sorry. It's just it is the height of comedy to just be like it's just to be like you know. Well, the Japanese never intended to bomb Pearl Harbor. They said so. It's come on. Yeah, they just they 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 they. they <laughs> it was just a little oopsie. They just you know things things just things just accelerated beyond like um and yeah. I mean again. Uh, and I think that uh, I, some interesting comments in the chat about uh, contingencies in the war, and yeah. I think that uh, the 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 Pacific War is is probably like I mean, well, probably it's obviously like way too huge of a topic to like really uh, get into. Um, but but yeah, like there's I, I just don't think. But as I, I mean, really... as like 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 in in that particular moment, like the, the choice of the Japanese government, of the Ch- Japanese emperor. And 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 the, and the Japanese uh, 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 government had in December 1941 was, do we give up our plans for you know the East Asian co-prosperity sphere? Do we give up our plans for a Japanese empire that controls you know the entirety of of uh, uh, you know the Western Pacific Rim at a minimum, um, or do we invade Indonesia, the Dutch East Indies? To get more oil, so that we can keep going. So and and they're doing and they're doing all these horrendous atrocities. They're you know they're they're, they're murdering people in all these countries. I mean just just you know just pick up a book about the history of the Japanese occupations of Korea or Vietnam or China. I mean it's just it's horrendous. And the Not Japanese and, and and they and they and they're just and they say you know the United States is basically like look we're not we're your we're your supplier of oil. So if you if you if you want to keep getting oil from us. You need to stop doing this stuff. And the Japanese are like, nah, we're just going to, we're going to keep doing it more. And in fact, we're going to spread our empire to, you know, the future Indonesia, um, even if it, even if it means a uh, direct war against you guys. And, and, and just to, and just to make sure that everybody knows that we're serious, we're going to bomb, uh, you know, the, the American and the British fleets um, so, so, so that you can't stop us. That's a Japanese choice. They didn't have to do that. They chose to do that. And that's how the war ends up happening. And, and, you know, I mean, again, that doesn't get the United States off of all the things that it did in the Philippines and 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 China, et cetera. Um, but like, grow up, like, like, come on. Like, how can you talk about this stuff? And, and you know, how can, how can you talk about the oil embargo in, 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 a, in, 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 in a piece that's claiming to blow up fairy tales about the, the, the origins of, of World War II um, and not talk about what the oil embargo was trying to do? It's just crazy. Yeah, very, very, um, very unserious. Well, we are at 145, um, and 
Jonathan, I thank you so much for, for coming on with like, you know, an, an hour and a half notice uh, to, to talk about this. Uh, yeah, certainly I love a topic that we could, we, we could delve more into uh, with more time. And we should definitely do uh, more of these kind of history pods. I think that it's really interesting uh, to talk about this stuff, especially uh, with an expert like yourself. Um, can, uh, where can people find you and, and what's the name of your book? And tell us all about that stuff so that we can have that here. Yeah, so the book is called Gangsters of Capitalism, Smedley Butler, The Marines, and the Making and Breaking of America's Empire. Um, <laughs> Naughty piece of propaganda. Uh, it's very critical of, of, of the United States and United States uh, foreign policy, um, but it, it also it gets into some of the things that we're talking about here and, and gives a lot of the backstory that I was talking about. So Gangsters of Capitalism, that's cool. And uh, my newsletter is The Racket, which you can find at theracket.news. Um, and you can find me on Twitter uh, to tell me about how uh, right or wrong I was saying these things um, at Cats on Earth. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks, uh, you know, on, on short notice. Um, sorry uh, to callers. Uh, we, we weren't able to take them just because of the, the short turnaround this time. And, uh, yeah, so we will see you guys next week john thanks so much again and uh yeah we'll see you see you online bye thank you